I must admit, I didn't think much of this show the first time I laid eyes on it. Seemed like a bunch of stiffs wasting nice microphones. Trade of all time happened back in 1803. Go ahead. Napoleon Bonaparte traded the Louisiana Purchase for $3 million. Napoleon, what happened? <laughs> Half the country for $3 million. You can't even get Tucker Barnhart for $3 million. And I came to realize these guys are funny. And Justin Fields have identical stats the last five weeks about throwing the football. This guy, okay, and folks, is a some fidget of the best spare. gamblers I've come to know. If you're betting on USC and or TCU, let it be known, you are a square. TCU is going to hammer this team tomorrow night. And I hate to hear that. Tomorrow when we afternoon. come back in here on Monday, you're going to be happy as a lark because USC lost, but you're going to be wrong about TCU. Get ready for the most useless hour of your day. It's time for Boxed Lunch, presented by Betfred Sportsbook. Now, Casey, run that track. I think I found it. Sets the vibe. It yeah. does set the vibe. This is Fox Lunch presented by Who? Jacob. Elliot? Pawnee Water. No. That's Fred Sportsbook. Bet best, sportsbook. best sportsbook on the planet. 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 There we go. Casey, go ahead and go to the restroom. Yep. Thank Get you. Out yeah, of yeah. Get on out of here, Casey. Get I got you. It's a three, it's I got a three you. Hour, I got three you. Hour thing. Everyone needs to take a bathroom break. That's okay. See you, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Welcome in, Jacob Elliott. It was a fun weekend with you guys. I it hope, was. I hope the basketball tournament went well, Paul. Uh, Work-wise, work wise it went well. Paul, I hope you had fun. I hope you had a lot of fun. Yeah. I know it was easy going Watching over there. Watching basketball inside. Yeah, we, don't, we, don't need to, we don't need to dig down, Paul. We don't need mm-hmm. to. We're just having fun here. It was, we, fun. it was fun. You, you know what? We made a lot of jokes. They kept making jokes about Elliott, uh, risen up girls at the, yep. at the Middletown. Elliot did not like that one bit. Not one bit. But you should have seen the riz that, that Jacob had with the <laughs> Lemonade Girl. I mean, it was off the chains. In all seriousness, I probably shouldn't tell this story, but um, my my wife and my sister-in-law came to uh, the Balloon Festival on Saturday. And I walk up and say hi to them. The first thing, the first thing that comes out of my sister-in-law's mouth was, who's that, who's that guy working over there talking about Jacob? She's like, he's hot. And I was like, oh, my oh, God, God, Ellie. I was like, you don't need to get around this guy. This guy's riz is unbelievable. He's going to be going down to Tuscaloosa. Just, just, just forget it. I was like, Ellie, gosh darn it. All right. Guys, before we start this show, I am going to sit up here. And I am going to secede in the whole Hamilton chatter. The whole Hamilton back and forth. The whole, the whole sparring that we're doing. I'm punting on it. And I'll tell you why. First off, I'm wearing a Hamilton shirt, and I'm wearing a Potter's National golf hat that I'm proud to be. This, was all, this wasn't planned until that, that segment, and it irks me that we keep doing this. It does irk me, and I'm acknowledging that, I, that it shouldn't. I can't let it bother me so much, but it does. So I'm just punting on it from here on out. There was a time where I used to drive around this city, and I was proud of you know, you, you, you'd see something being built, and you're like, heck yes, Hamilton. Or you see a family, you're like, heck yes, Hamilton. And ever since all this sparring happened, I've got a very I, – I drive around this town, and I've got a very negative light. No. I look around, and I see people, and I'm like, but- God, if only Elliot and Jacob saw this, they would – or Paul or Tom, they would immediately just start making fun of Hamilton. And that's – I'm tired of having that negative light. But here's, but here's the thing what you don't understand, Reed, is that if we had the show – on the west side of Cincinnati, I would make the same. Me and That's Paul bad. would still make the same exact jokes. I it, it, it just that the show is hosted here, so when we look around, we're just looking at the environment. If this was in the west side of Cincinnati, I'd have the same comments. Well, I'm I'm saying that the fact that I take such personal offense to it carries on the bit. A hundred percent. Oh, right. 100%. Like that's that's why it is brought up on almost every single show. So I'm done. Well, I'm punting it. I lost no, the I, Battle of Hamilton. We're not punting. Yeah, I'm. Du- uh, you guys can do whatever you want. I'm. I'm done. You doing this wearing an I am Hamilton shirt is just awesome. And a Potter's National. Yeah, Potter's that's just National awesome. Hat. Yeah, it's great. I'm done. If you guys want to belittle the town that gives you a job, so be I it. Think it I, so be it. 
That'll if you want to do that... It was at first, I think it was, you know, a shtick just to play with three, but then I saw a guy with a lawnmower mowing the street. And, he was and not mowing the street. He doesn't, he didn't have a car. He was going, he was, he was doing work and was just transporting the mower the only way he knew how. But I've seen him multiple times. And at this point, you just got to wonder. Well, I mean, he didn't get a car from the first time you saw him to the second time you saw him. I'm just, evidently. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, I'm just, I, listen, I, I, this is no, this is no jest. I, I'm just trying to be a nice guy. I love Hamilton with all my heart. <laughs> I'm punting. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. You guys won. I lost. It's okay. Reed, I, and this goes for Paul too, guys. I'm really stupid. So like, you, you can't. You can't. When I say things, you have to have like a, a brief moment where it's like, all right, this is Elliot speaking. So let's just let's just rewind. Yeah. Let's just go just back. Take a deep you know, breath. It's, it's not real. It's not a real person speaking. It's a troll. I I take too much offense, and it's just it's okay. It's okay. I I, I shouldn't. And we're just going to carry on. We're just going to keep on. Nick says Elliot and Jacob need to clean up their backpack situations before trashing other towns. Get it together. I, I think, think it's fine. I think Come it's on. Fine. I think it's fine. I think it's great. Now. <laughs> we, what, what are you laughing at now? I'm laughing. So we, we hop in Elliot's car. <laughs> no, 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 no. Now, Paul, we're, now we're doing. Paul, Paul you're going to like this story. We're okay. get, we, get in, right. we get in the Impala and Elliot's um, feverishly just, just trying to clear space because it's a dirty car and I'm, I'm not, you can never judge another man's car. I'm a dirty person. I'm a member of the dirty car society. You know, my car, there's a billion blonde dog hairs everywhere, but Jacob and, and Elliot's Impala, he has a sunglasses holder up at the top. And how did Elliot decide to utilize that space was that was his napkin holder. So he's just got 500 napkins shoved in this sunglass. As tightly holder. packed as it could I mean, possibly be. I mean, you could get a bullet. You couldn't get a bullet through this many napkins, how many no. he had shoved up there. Look, it's a tough look. No doubt about it. it I, my car is a mess. But to be fair, when I don't drive, like, I, I don't have a – most people don't use – have people get in their backseat of their car. Paul is a trooper because we use Paul's car for lunch every single day so paul knows he has to clean up back there a little bit and it's very nice uh i'll oh, wait till you get in it today so last night we took family pictures at lizzie's on the farm yeah and it poured down rain right as our photographer got there oh, no. it started pouring down rain and so we kind of like braved it except that it got all wet so now the car is i mean it's just uh total it's just but, dirt everywhere. Yeah, so like my car had like a, a ten by twelve framed picture of me and my mom in if there. You can think we of had an flip, item you had it in your Yeah, car. I had flip flops in there. I had several water bottles, several canisters. I every everything. I'm I, not, I don't. Camping, I don't judge. I, I don't judge equipment. on a dirty man's car. I have camping. It was a tough look. My backseat was also unusable. And by event, but so. by but by the way, had I known I was doing that that day, I would have cleaned it up. Just for the record. That's good. I'm glad. Thank you. That means a lot. Thank you. Your your text at two thirty on Saturday night was the best text. Which of the one weekend, was it? Or the one forty five? The group picture you sent? Prank, prank Paul. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So can we? Do you want me to talk about that or no? Yeah. Go ahead. So so Paul was working. Paul was busy working an event because Paul's a superhero. Paul's a professional guy. B ball Paul. And and so we were working late into the night cleaning up cleaning up the event cleaning up cameras wires etc. And it was. It was it was ten forty five and I was leaving the Cintas Center and I called Casey and Elliot and I was like, Hey, I know you guys are probably about to tear down. I'm probably forty five minutes to an hour away from Middletown. Do you guys need me? And they were like, Well, uh I don't know. And I was like, well, I don't mind coming up there at all. I brought a change of clothes in case you guys needed me to come up there. But this is probably like a ninety minute round trip. So I just I don't want to get up there and have you guys like immediately turn it around. Just let me know. So Elliot and Casey say, no, no, like, it's okay. By the time you get up here, we'll probably be close to done. I was like, that's fine. Just don't text me at 1 a.m. and say you're still there. We and waited until 1.45. Yeah, so, <laughs> so the plan was Casey, Casey, I think, had the idea first. Like, oh, yeah, we should prank Paul with this. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And I think because Paul, Paul felt so bad for missing it. And Paul's like, dude, I'll, I'll come up there at 12.30. And I'm like, no, you don't really have to. So then at 1.45, I get home. We, I, I'm an hour away from Middletown. I drive home all the way home. Everybody's home at that point. I send a group picture with all of us there on the stage saying, we're just about to start <laughs> backing up. And Paul starts freaking out. And, and then Jacob breaks the news to him, and he was really. I'll be honest. I couldn't watch the little boy. I was a that. sad boy for about five minutes there. You guys had me. I'll be honest. Because I, I did. I brought my change of clothes, assuming I needed to go up there. And then you guys were like, oh, we're, we're all right. And I was like, all right, whatever. That's fine. Just 
just don't hit me with this at 2 a.m. Sure enough. <laughs> <laughs> just Trace looking like you've been run over. Casey's just sad boy. And I'm we, like, we oh, my God. Group, yeah. By, yeah. by the yeah. time just that defeated. picture was taken, we were yeah. a defeated group. Casey, yeah. Jacob dented his car all up, cleaning up, uh, uh, cleaning up that night. Oh, uh, really? No. Oh. <laughs> Jacob, Jacob's car did... Gain a new moniker. It work is truck. no longer a show truck. It got put to work. It now, admittedly, I don't know if you guys know the different sizes come of on, beds. Come on, <laughs> uh, come on. Trace's truck has a long bed. My truck, a work truck, has a standard bed. Suicide doors. <laughs> it does have suicide doors. And then we got Jacob's truck. He's a king cab. He's got a. It was He's got a short bed. He's got a short bed. It's it's a little, yeah. It was a little smaller than Jacob's wingspan. It was. It was. I I have slept in the back. I am six foot two inches, and I have slept in the back of my truck before. With your with your feet hanging over. Next, it's a five foot six. Bed. More details are not in necessary. the fetal position. More details are not necessary. Mm. Mm. Reed, you are not being toxic enough. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a changed man. I'm a changed man. I put a I put a positive tweet out or a positive X out. About the Reds today. You put up Will Chamberlain numbers being toxic at the Ohio Challenge, so it's all right. You can yeah, take a day off. it's true. Reed was really toxic you at the Ohio Challenge. Off. He kept telling me I was bumping the stage and stuff when I was just standing there doing nothing. Was I that toxic? <laughs> yeah. Dude, we were all crying. Jacob cried. I, I did. I did. <laughs> Elliot actually bumps my, my thing, and I said, can you stop that? And he looked at me and just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I was So I was just standing by Reed. He was filming, so he, when you have a zoomed-in shot, you're going to see a camera shake. And I kept bumping into the stage, <laughs> and Reed had to tell me about eight times, I think, eight times. The eighth time, I get, I did get a little annoyed. Like yeah. I, like That's I was fair. like, "Hey, can you stay away? Can you stay away?" And like the eighth time, I was like, "Can you stop that?" And <laughs> he just looked at me and walked away. Yeah, it's fair. I heard you guys learned a lot about balloons though over the weekend. We did. I learned they Boom don't the brain. fly. Brain. Boom and brain. Boom and brain. Boom and brain. They so were the MCs. Too, right? They were the MCs of the event. They put on a great show. They did. They had some great. They had some great bits. And, and Brain would educate us. So I, I found out that it was about 100,000 uh, basketballs can fit inside a balloon, a hot air balloon. A basketball is a cubic foot. So exactly and that's how, how big they, they, okay. they uh, size the balloon. So like 90,000 cubic yeah. feet. Let's get into to sports. Evan Marr talks. That was a great said, transition. What have the Cubs done to you, Reed? Said I'm not being talked enough. You know, I get on X.com and I cannot <laughs> stop. I, all I see are <laughs> tweets about how the Cubs have won five of their last six games. That's all anybody in the sporting tweets? world can talk it, about. It's still Twitter.com and the button still says tweet, but there's an X. But there's there. an X. I don't understand. I don't understand what Great X. branding from our boy. X.com. Will it Elon's still be tweets? Yeah. I mean, Elon's just a clown. I mean, I wish we had an no, Elon fan in the office to defend him. Yeah. So we're, we're sending out X's now? Is that yeah, what when this you guys is? Clip, when you guys clip out. Um, the show later, you will be sending out X videos. <laughs> you can't argue with that fact. X videos, That's yeah. Fact. X videos is trending on Twitter. I see it on Trace, the side. Tracy Jones has been on X videos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, it's the final showdown of the Brewers. <laughs> it's the final showdown of the Brewers and the Reds. And for some reason, to me, it seems like this is the least hyped showdown between the Brewers and the Reds. And, you know, it's the final series of the year between the two. It is two months away from the end of the season. The Reds are a half game out. They're 2-8 and eight against the Brewers this year. Do you, do you guys share the opinion that this is the least hyped? Like, I feel like we're not talking about it as much as we talked about the other three. Yeah, uh, well, especially the, you know, the last two, the two around the All-Star break. We were talking those up like it was make or break six games for the season. And then I think we kind of realized as we went – you know, one in five in those six games, and we're sitting here about a month later, a half game back. It doesn't really matter that much. Right. It just doesn't. They, they, they've kind of beaten me down at this point where it's like, <laughs> I just want it to end. Beat us, sweep us, win two or three. It doesn't matter. The Reds will just win five in a row the next five games. That's, yeah. that's kind of where I am, and I, I think Reed is right. 100% this series is not getting the juice. Right. It's not get, I, I think Reds fans are out on it. I just think it's like, why, why are we wasting our time? We know we're going to lose. It does seem like the players might have more juice for it. I mean, Senzel and Votto, and they've yeah. all been saying, we wanted the Brewers again, we right. wanted the Brewers again. Well, so. them. Yeah, I, I will speak for myself. I don't want the Brewers again. I agree with Jacob. So, I also do not want. I would like to not play them. They beat you down. Oh yeah, I'm, just I'm whacking a, them all in right back man. in that hole. I'm a broken man. Do you think that this is the least hype? Um, 
edition of this series this year because of the Reds' lack of success against the Brewers, or become, or because it's becoming a abundantly more clear that there's maybe more than one pathway to the postseason than winning the division. Maybe, maybe the realization that there's still two months in the season, so these three games aren't all that that it's cracked up to be. I think the last couple of series are, are fun to talk about and you get more excited for because you play them again. So regardless of how it goes, if you, if you lose two of three, if you get swept, it's, oh, you know, we have three more games down the line that we can look forward to and talk about and make adjustments for. Now, you're, it's, the, it's the end of July and you're playing the Brewers for the last time. I mean, how, how excited can you really get? I mean, it's three, it's three games with 60 left. I, I, I don't know. That's, that is actually, we've talked about it before, the new scheduling. That's where it's become... A little damning because how they used to structure it when you played more games in division is like your final three, four series were more than likely against a team in your division. So you knew if it came down to the wire, you had a chance to do it. This to, be, be to be fair to the MLB schedule makers, eight of the Reds' last 10 games, or six of the Reds' last eight games, three against Pittsburgh, three against St. Louis. Right. So they, they just, just, they just we guessed wrong. They just yeah, guessed they wrong. They just guessed wrong. Right? But you still would like to see you play every team at the end of the series okay. or at the end of the season. And maybe they'll get back to that. Who knows? But there's only so much you can do with this four-game structuring. Do Will there be a narrative around the rookies if they get swept? If the Reds get swept or take two or three? Will we start hearing a narrative about how the rookies, a little too jittery, a little too young, inexperienced, not ready for the big games yet? If they, you know... Crap the bed again this series. Do you think there will be that narrative start making its way into public light? No. Uh, probably. I mean, Ellie, Ellie went two for 30, and people were asking to send him back down to AAA, so that's, that's probably exactly what people will be saying. But no, no I, one that actually you know, watches baseball and knows what they're talking about would be having any concerns about any of these rookies. All of these rookies have earned a slump. All of these rookies have earned a, a stretch of bad play. This is nothing. This, that's a nothing burger. I think the rookies have... Fr- well, I mean, the rookies are the reason the Reds are here, first of all. The Reds are not in a, a, a first-place race with the Brewers without them. So, no, that's, that's nonsense. The fun thing about this series is, is because it's so underhyped at this point, like we said, it's the, the least hyped of the four series against the Brewers this year. The fun thing is, is the Reds lose the series. It's just more of the same, right? Let's, Reds can go on and beat whoever else, as they've done all season long. I think I put this up earlier. They're 12-17 and 17 in division. They are, what is it, 4-13 four and four and 13 against the Pirates and the Brewers this year and have a winning record against the Cubs and Cardinals. But if the, if the Reds sweep the series, if the Reds take two or three, then it's a lot of buzz. It's almost like a win-win for the Reds at this point. I mean, as long as they don't get swept out of the, the gym and they go down three and a half games into the next series – but even then, it's not that big of a deal. If the Reds win tonight, that's massive. Like if I know that sounds obvious, but like the Reds winning tonight just takes so much pressure off the next two days because then the worst you can be is a game and a half back. Right. Like being a game and a half back versus three and a half back, and just because being three and a half back means you got your brains beat in and got right. swept again. So to Gotta me, take one. Yeah, to me, winning tonight is just huge. Just huge. Getting swept is honestly the, the name of the game. Not getting swept and getting sweeps in, in Major League Baseball. As a Cubs fan, I, I, the, the only reason that the Cubs aren't having a, a better season of the year, they, they've been swept four times. They've won almost every series that they've taken at least one game in. They just keep getting swept out of nowhere. So as long as you don't get swept, you're going you're gonna to have yourself a pretty pretty decent season. And at the, as it sits, the Cincinnati Reds are the top wildcard team. Now, granted, it is about a game that separates them from the fifth, fifth team in the wildcard standings. So it's a very tight wildcard race. But I'll open the question that we, we, we've, from pretty much May on, when the Reds started playing well, we talked about that the division is the only way to the postseason for the Cincinnati Reds. It's becoming more and more clear that that isn't necessarily the case. It's still the most likely scenario that the division winner is the only NL Central team that makes the postseason. But is the image becoming clearer for you guys that the Reds don't necessarily have to win the division to 
make it to October? Right now, the Reds have a home home field advantage in the first round of the playoffs. Right. It's a, it's a game that separates them and well, teams that are I, out. I get right? that, but the, I mean the fact that I mean the Diamondbacks have have been reeling a little bit since the break, and even before the break, I mean they were struggling. It, you got to think Philly's gonna gonna get it together. They've been playing good baseball lately. That record's just gonna keep getting better and better. Who knows what's going on with the Marlins? I mean, Yuri Perez is gone for some un- unknown reason. I, I get the innings limit, but I mean, come on, you're you're playing for playoff baseball. Keep the guy up. I, I don't know. I, I think we definitely could sneak in, but I, I just don't believe that the the NL Central winner is gonna have 90 wins. I still stand by that. I don't think so. And what are the Brewers on pace for? Right at 90? I think we're I think we're both pretty close. I think yeah. the Reds are yeah yeah it's, it's very close. It's pretty close. It's very close. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's like 88 maybe. I know we were 89 and a half at the break, so I'm not. And we went 500 since, so it's probably pretty similar. Yeah, it's actually while we're talking about getting close to 90 wins, I remember I scoffed at Paul a couple months ago. I scoffed at you because <laughs> you were talking about the the hitting the over on 66 wins. Yeah. And you pointed out, like, August 8th, over-under, when the Reds were going to hit the over on 66. And I was like, August 8th? They'd have to be on pace for, like, a 93-win series. And this was when they were, like, a game under 500, two games under 500. Right on the money. That's looking, like, right on the money. Who would have known that the, the Reds, you know, rattle off 12 in a row and, and, and keep it winning and yeah. get on pace for 90 wins. Paul, yeah. real quick, I, I, I'm sorry to cut in, but isn't it crazy how the stat I brought up, and, and I think Paul and I have been on, on this wagon, every time the Reds go on a losing streak, they match it with a win streak and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. It's the whole season. So it's like even if you lose six in a row, you know there's the chance of the Reds matching that number right when it ends. So it, it is crazy to think that, like, we're, we're, we, we're more than a halfway through the season, and the Reds are legitimate contenders for, for the division. And, and, and again, this goes back to the same point that I've made probably twice now on the show where I've talked about, you know, it feels like every team in sports has a team that they just can't beat, whether it's the Bengals going up to Cleveland, and for some reason, whatever the reason is, they just can't win in Cleveland, or whoever it is. You know, I've used Xavier and Villanova, just can't beat Villanova. Well, it, Butler. It, or it, that's right. Or you know, Cincinnati just can't beat Xavier. And, you know, you just have teams <laughs> on your schedule that you just can't beat. Except for Saturday. <laughs> that's right. Are you going tonight? I was thinking about it. The, the issue is I care so little about this event. <laughs> I mean, that's I just didn't know if like because it is like the nostalgia of it is it's fun. It's fun, but man, I people who are like you see beats it cross oh, okay, yeah. like it's what are we doing? Yeah, yes, okay. let's calm down. All right, I was just, but anyway, point is, like, you can overcome those things. Like, look at the Bengals. They get blown out by the Browns. They go on and, and have a great season. You know, it, it's just like these things happen. There's teams that you just struggle with on your schedule, and you get over it. I so. hate planning for losses, but, I mean, we say we get swept for three and a half games out of the division. Then the Brewers go down to Atlanta for a three-game series. So, we, we could be... In three more days after that, we could be. And you guys are playing the Dodgers. I I, I get that, but like right. <laughs> the, the Brewers' schedule is very hard, and they they pretty much stink against anyone else in the league. In, in, so. in, are the Dodgers like they're playing the best ball in National oh, League, yeah, right? Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. They yeah. were they were like six games back yeah. in the oh, in yeah. the West, like no, in mid no, they're, they're June. <laughs> and the Reds in the West Coast, not a not a recipe for success there. Hey, they swept them back in 2021, right? They did. <laughs> four games swept them. <laughs> four games. Four sweep. games swept them the first time. I, they ran that stat a hundred times. Forts. First time since, like, ever, I think, four-game sweep of the Dodgers in L.A. Williamson, Weaver, Ashcraft in Los Angeles. I, I had, That's wonderful. I had, I had this debate. That's wonderful. I had this debate. Rank the top four starters of this Reds team when Green and Lodolo come back this year. As someone who, who, who watches the Reds the least it's, in this room, it's Green. I think it's very easy, yeah. Graham. Or no, no, no. Green, Abbott, they, Lodolo, Ashcraft. I think Williams it's I think it's Abbott one. It, okay, you, so game one, game one of the postseason, we're not running Abbott out there. Not if Hunter Green can pitch in August the way he pitched before he got hurt. Right, Hunter Green's the best pitcher on Hunter the staff. Hunter Green's absolutely without a doubt the best pitcher on the staff. Yeah, I, as of right now, I think it's Abbott. As of right now, I would run Williamson out there over Abbott. I forgot about Andrew Abbott for a split second. Abbott's two. Abbott might be three if Lodolo's healthy. So then Lodolo, well, if Lodolo's out, Lodolo's last. Williamson's last. It's a five-man rotation. I would have I would have Lodolo behind Williamson at this point. I would not. Paul? 
Uh, I wouldn't put Green first coming off an injury. I mean, you'd have to obviously see where he where he's at. Graham Ashcraft's pitching really well lately, though. Yeah, he is. God, he's pitching really well. He's pitching because Graham Ashcraft now is giving you what he hoped you hoped you got out of Graham Ashcraft at the beginning of the year, and then he had that terrible late April, all of May, early June, and he got hurt. I also, I also think it matters that if the Reds winning the division opposed to a wild card, I, I think home field advantage. Is going to be I think winning the division absolutely matters. Absolutely matters. I think I, I just think it's. But does it? I genuinely three, expect the exact same thing. In in a three game series. It doesn't. Yeah. In a three game series, what's it matter? Like unless the Reds are going to get the one or two seed. Then no, just getting I, yeah. in, getting is getting in. Yeah, at I that agree point, with you here. I, right. I, I think if we win the division or if we make it as the wild card. I think we have a really good shot to win that first series, and then we're looking at a really, really uphill battle in the second round, and that doesn't really change. I think two or three at home against Milwaukee would be crucial at home. If we're the top wild card, we have home in the first round, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is the, is the first series three games then? Right. Yeah. Okay. First series is three games. Like if we're the top wild card, it's the, the division. The division winner games. plays the, the third wild card team at home, the, two out of three. Right. And the and top then, two. And then the – the first and second wildcard team play each other in a three-game series, whoever the top team is. All right. Gets home field advantage for two games. And the thing would be, do do you see a difference between the Braves and the Dodgers? And realistically, I don't. I forget. How do they structure it? Is it 1-1-1? Is that how they do it? Like, the wildcard? Or is it like, if you're the home team, you get two two straight wins, and then the decisive game goes to the away team? No, it's not that. I I don't know. I don't think it's that, but I don't know. So it is one. So they they play a game, take a day off game. Unless Unless the lower seed gets game one. That could be. They used to do be. that, didn't they? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. Sure. I don't think. I don't think. So. I think it's one. Elite one. sports takes here. All three at home is what Kirby said. Oh. Oh what? Oh, then you want it? Yeah. Then so then I'm that. right. Then I'm right. Then okay. Then then we're right again. Yeah. Take victory laps. They've happened so few over there, Elliot. <sighs> wow. <laughs> Am okay. I emotionally? Abusive? I took a shot at his guy, lawnmower guy, so he gets a shot at me. That's fair. Am I too mean with with the with the the bounce backs? No. Nope. Jacob says I like to cause minor emotional distress amongst you guys. I don't know. Kirby said, holy smokes, boys. Google it. Holy crap, boys. Did I they, guess yeah. we should have known Did that. they do That's this fair. playoff format last year, too? Yeah, last year was the first Last year, year was the... F- well, I thought they did it... In, well, COVID. Two years, right? And they kept it. Oh, it was, it was just... I, th- I think it was COVID and they kept it. Okay. COVID, I know for sure, but I couldn't remember if they... I thought COVID was just a bigger playoff. I thought... Like I thought, everyone oh. played. Now, now we're. I don't now, know. Now, now, I have no idea. This I don't is why remember. Kirby. No idea. No idea. <laughs> this is, this, this incompetence is wild for me, Ash. All right, let's get into the immaculate grid. <laughs> Casey. Yeah, I'm pulling. You're it pulling up. it up. I'm it. You know what, guys? I have not played the immaculate grid in over a week. Man, we got. Yeah, I haven't played in a while. I haven't played either. Who's the the lowest percentage Boston Red Sox, New York Yankee that we can get? There's several. There are several. Yeah, but you got to pull something out for Yankee Hall of Famer. Like Phil Rizzuto? Yeah, like get, get deep in there. Um, I mean, like we can go, we can go Babe Ruth is, is an obvious one. We can go um, Johnny Damon, Wade Boggs. Who do we think out of those three I just named would have the I lowest? I would imagine percent? Babe Ruth is like a 95% today. Over Johnny Damon? I, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. So many casual baseball fans play this game. Okay, let's play. Uh, let's put in Wade Boggs. Put in Wade Boggs there. Wade Boggs. Yep. Beautiful. Four percent. Four. That was Love good. I, I I was looking at it earlier just to prep for the show a little bit. And I can't think of a Tampa Bay right with three hundred saves other than Fernando Rodney. Yeah, that plays. But I, you know, I know he's going to be a. Yeah, I don't. The I highest don't, percentage. I really don't even know another. Fernando. Just type in Rodney. Rodney. Amanda. That's a tough percentage, but okay. sixty-seven. Can't put in, put in Rizzuto. God, I love that for hat. the Yankees Hall of Fame. Yeah, R I Z Z. Phil. Yep. Okay. Three. Love it. Red Sox. Mariner. You got any? You got any classic Reds over there, Elliot? I'm trying. I'm trying. Who's a Hall, Hall of Fame 300-plus career saves? Who's a low? 
person that I could, that could fit in both those categories. Does Lee Smith have 300 saves? Put in Lee Smith. Risky. Lee <coughs> Smith. Smith. Yeah. There he there is. is. And the Cubbies hat on. Love it. Boston Red Sox 300 career save is Kimbrel. Does Papelmon have 300 career saves? Oh, Pap might. Kimbrel would probably Kimbrel be definitely. lower. Putting Kimbrel. That's going to be a high percentage. Craig? Yep. yep. 28. All right. We need – we got three Cubbies on that bottom row. I'd love to see that. Anyone got a Mariner? I'm not, not going to be any help with the Mariner. I, 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 yeah. I got nothing. I got nothing. James think Paxton? Of, did James Paxton play there? James Paxton played for the Mariners, yeah, and the Red Sox. All right, James pa Paxton for Red Sox uh, Mariners. Uh, that top one, right? Yep. Okay. 36. All right, we need a Yankee. We honestly put, should have put Wade Boggs for the Yankees' Rays. Did Jose Canseco play for the New York Yankees? Mm, I don't think so. I, I want to say yes. I feel like I he did. I want to say yes. I feel like he did. Mariner Hall of Fame, let's do uh, – I'm trying to think of the lowest percentage I can think of. Is there anybody that made the Hall of Fame that played for, like, a game for the Mariners? Jose Canseco. He played uh, for the Yankees. Uh, Yankees. Yeah, Yankees Rays. Yeah, go Jose Canseco for Yankees Rays. That'll be a low. Joey Rats. How you spell the C A N? One of the greatest X accounts on the Jose. internet. Yep. Billy right football here. knocked him out. Five percent. Nice. Match. Jose <laughs> Jose Canseco has the best X account, I think. He just constantly talks crap about A Rod. <laughs> it's awesome. He just is like A Rod's cheating on J Lo. He did that for like two years in a row. That's awesome. <clears throat> Every day. All right. All right. So uh, we got some we Mariners here. A Mariner Hall of Famer. I mean, there's plenty. I mean, you can go Randy Johnson. You can go uh, Edgar Martinez. You can go King Griffey Jr. You can go... Ken Griffey... I'm trying to think of... No Randy Johnson. Nobody's going to have that for Mariner. Yeah. Really? No. This is a guaranteed below 10%. 18. Mm. It's close King Griffey Jr. would be, without a doubt, the most popular Hall of Fame. Right. All right, so now we just need a Ray Mariner. I mean, I just have nothing. Yeah. Eric Katz? Kratz? No. Is I don't know, Eric Kratz. Brett Boone didn't play for the Rays, did he? Uh, did Mike Cameron play for the Rays? Ooh. Mike Cameron hit I'm four. trying to picture that. Did Charlie Morton play for the Mariners? Did someone's <laughs> Jake Fraley? That can't be right. Uh, that does not check. I recently Except looked up a guy that I played college baseball against that uh, pitched for the Yankees like for four four games, and he struck out like twelve guys in those four games. And uh, one of the guys he struck out, I looked was looking at his game log, was Jake Fraley for the Mariners. Oh. I was like, oh, what a callback! Oh, good call by Yash. What do you say, Tim Beckham? Tim Beckham, first overall pick. Rarity score? 5%. Look at that. Who was our just Fernando Rodney? Was there another answer than Fernando Rodney? They, they can't have. Scroll down. Oh, yeah. Hang on. Hang on. They guys. have the. There was four correct no, answers. Back up. Back up. Four answers yeah. for Fernando. Hit that Fernando. show below the four. See, I haven't even been on it since that. Who we got? Trevor Hoffman? Oh, no. Oh, no, that's just everyone. I can't see. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, well. All right. All right. What do we got next? Barbieheimer. Barbieheimer. So, who saw Oppenheimer this week? I did. I did. Is the Florence Pugh scene nice? As great as everyone says it is. Which one? Which one? I heard there's two. There's three. There's three. There's three? There's three. There's three. Each one better than the next. 
They get better. Yep. So I got to go see it tonight. Yep. Reed, Reed it's one of the best movies I've, I've seen, seen in my life. life. I'm uh, going to go see it tonight. I looked at tickets in Indianapolis for this week so I could drive after work for the 70mm IMAX. <laughs> but they didn't have any. The, late, the only showtime that had tickets was like 11 p.m. And that drive back at 1 in the morning would be rough. I saw Barbie last night. And the, the deal with my wife was if I go see Barbie, we can go see Oppenheimer tonight. That's good. Which, by the way, Barbie is not at all – I don't know what you guys are expecting out of that movie. I mean – I've heard it's not good. I, I liked it. Okay. It is <laughs> – the funny thing about it is is my wife's coworkers saw it, and they told her like four things about the movie, which none of them were true. <laughs> And the, like, it was a terrible viewing experience for me because the entire time my wife just keeps going like, what was so-and-so talking about? Like, there's not, none of that. There's none of this. There's none of that. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a decent way to spend an hour and 45 minutes. I thought Ryan Gosling was, was very funny in it. I thought, I thought it was a fine movie. Don't know why Tom was giving it such a hard time. It was a fine movie. Margaret it's a, Robbie. I mean, it's a children's movie. The, the con- it is not a children's movie. The concept at all. irks me at all. a little bit. Yeah, it is. It's not. There's not there's children. not one element of children's movie. Yeah. In fact, the first scene in it, they make the joke beaching off 50, 50 times in a well, in isn't, a, isn't in the a opening scene 2001? Well, Odyssey, Space Odyssey. Odyssey. Well, then they get yeah. to, to Barbie Land, and they just keep all the Ken dolls are up against each other like, I'll beat you off. You want to beat me off? Let's beat you off. And that's the... They did that for a minute straight. It is not a kid's movie is whatsoever. Is it PG or PG-13? 13. PG-13... And like I said, like you expect like this fun pink movie. It's actually a very existential movie about what your purpose is in life. It was good. It was okay. Did it transcend the toy? It. They said it transcended the toy, Reed. It was honestly, I don't know why Mattel okayed the movie. Because half the movie just makes fun of Mattel. (laughs) Like I I truly don't understand why Mattel okayed it painted a very bad picture on the company that is Mattel. But Oppenheimer, I, I, would, I would recommend it. I will I would, see it. I will recommend Barbie. It's okay. It's good. I will not see it, but I, I, I take your words and I'll use them. Come on. Margot Robbie's the most beautiful person, second most beautiful person in the world. Florence Pugh better. Good save. Florence Pugh better. Oppenheimer was good. Oppen- That's will- a bad take. What? Florence Pugh over Margot Robbie? That's my take. You can have your take over there. Uh, so I, I, I think Oppenheimer's very good. I think it was a little too long. I don't think it needed to be three hours, if I'm going to be completely but honest. Well, I heard the pace was good. Pace was great. Pace was great. But I don't, like, I don't think it needed to be three hours. Like, there was some stuff in the beginning that I didn't feel that was needed, but whatever. They threw so much information at you. I a think lot. some of the dull points were necessary to just, like, catch up. Yeah. Chris, Christopher Nolan movies, the one thing that... They throw a lot of information. He throws a lot of information at you really quick. Have you seen Tenet? There's that scene I with Mike. I just watched Mi- that again last night. There's that scene with Michael Caine and uh, Denzel's son where they're at. They're eating dinner, and like the whole movie is explained in like a two minute. Right. In a two minute sit down, you're like, what were they just talking about? Happens way too quick. Um, Interstellar. They do the same thing. They explain a lot of stuff at you very quickly. So if Oppenheimer does that, I'm okay with that though. I was. I'm a big Christopher Nolan guy. Uh, but I was shocked that he was able to do with a true story what he's done with fiction so many times. Like, there's an element of surprise when you know exactly what's going to happen. Like, and Oppenheimer? Yeah, it, it's, it's crazy. And it, part of that just comes from Cillian Murphy absolutely murders that role. Bad, bad choice of words there. But he, he does a phenomenal job. That, that's an absolutely unbelievable It was an role. explosive role? It was an explosive role. I, I still stand by. I, I think Robert Downey Jr. is going to run away with Best Supporting Actor. Uh, I think he, he will. He had a, a phenomenal movie. The, the scenes at the end involving him are, are unbelievable. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything, Evan. Don't, don't worry about I that. Thought, but. I thought Emily Blunt's scene when she was being in, I won't spoil it. When There's a scene where Emily Blunt's character is investigated. That scene's really cool. 16, 17. No, 18. What? I haven't, I haven't looked into the full cast, and I didn't know Emily Blunt was in it. She's Oppenheimer's wife. Okay. Josh okay. Peck oh, is wait, in it. Oh, wait. Josh Peck bad. was another oh, one that I did bad. not. I did not know it was in it. Wait till you see who pushes the button. Wait till you see who pushes the button. It's the funniest thing of all time. I don't know. Is it Josh they, Peck? Because I, I, spo- I won't spoil if it. If it's Josh, I, I would love it. to see Josh Peck push the button. Yeah, he was in it. But are they too old to get that? Did you guys miss Dire Wimpy Kid movies? 
What movies? Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Too old for that. I did not watch that. I read the books. Roderick is in the movie. Uh, If you watch The Boys, Huey from The Boys, uh, Jack Quaid is in it. Yeah, I like it. Wolf, the wolf guy, Nathan Wolf or Matthew Wolf. He's a distinguishable face if you saw him. Um, He's in it. It's, it's, It's loaded. It's loaded. I would love... If Josh Peck pressed Rami the button, Malik Rami Malik, an unbelievable performance. Press the button and then just like a call back to Drake and Josh, just went, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> there was a couple times when you're in a, a very serious, emotional moment in the camera pants to Josh Peck delivering a line. I'm just like, that's yeah. a boo. He can't be a great actor. That's a boo. They're like, come on. <laughs> it's not the only boob you saw in the movie. Hey, Jacob, it's your last week, and we, we were talking about this. The biggest lie that I've heard possibly in my entire life. Uh-oh. Was over the weekend. We were talking about things we're gonna do on Jacobs last week. You know, we're gonna we're gonna go down to Lawrenceburg. We're gonna have two beer Tuesday. We're gonna go to a Reds game. We're gonna do all this stuff. And Jacob looks at us and goes, "Guys, I have other friends that I want to see this week before I leave." No, you don't. Why'd you lie? <laughs> yeah, it's you just call, us. You called me out on that pretty quick. So we have plans the next five days. Yeah, it's just <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We'll do something. We'll go golf. And it's what did you? It's a packed week. I, I led that. I led that off with, with "I love you guys." I love spending time with you guys outside of work, but I, I do need to see some other people this week. No, no, you don't. Mm. Why are you lying? You keep hammering the line. I guess line you're home. right. I guess you're right. If when you look back at your internship here with Chatterbox Sports, was without a doubt the best time that you had in Middletown, Ohio. It Working through 30 hours it over two been. days. I mean, till 1:30 in the morning. There's nothing better. There's nothing better than a 30-hour work weekend and your second to last weekend here. It, you know, I wouldn't have rather spend it anywhere else than the Ohio Challenge. I mean, the hot air balloons didn't even take off. I wouldn't have changed anything for the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun time, man. This, this crew, this crew. If this crew can make a 30-hour hot air balloon event that much fun, watch out. I told I told Elliot multiple times. I was like, "Hey, we gotta be here anyways. Let's make the most out of it." Amen. Let's let's make the most out of it. Amen. All right, let's get in the vault. Oh, I haven't even looked. Not I've yet. already been in the vault today. Oh, already been in the vault. I'm already. I'm already placed a wager. I'm I'm already invested. Reed placed a wager. I'm already invested. I am. All right. Here. 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 What was your wager, Paul? I'm in on the Reds. I'm in on the Reds. Little, little, little one unit. Little dabble. But I'm in on the Reds. I'm in on the Reds. I'm glad that you're back. There was a while where you weren't. You weren't I mean, I'm, until the last like cup two weeks, three weeks, I haven't done anything since like February. Yeah. But I'm back. He's back. Oh. Better than ever. Well, I'm back. <laughs> Take the Orioles money line. They play the Phillies. They were an underdog. That was my pick as well. Yep, they're the underdogs. I love it. So I like the Orioles. I can't stand the Phillies. So tomorrow we got FC Astana versus Dynamo Zagreb. I would like draw at plus 320 for that one. That's FC, Ast- <laughs> that's FC Astana versus Dynamo Zagreb. You're going to want to take that draw. That's plus 320. That's a free lock there. By the way, soccer stinks. Go ahead. Is the boxing match this week? It is. We got UFC this weekend, too. Justin Poirier, Justin Gagey. Yes, taking yeah, Crawford or Errol Spence? Oh. Errol Spence. Very easily, right? Mm. You're on Crawford? I think I like Crawford. Value. Value play. Casey, you betting on anything tonight? Uh, this show is sponsored by Betfred Sportsbook. Yeah. Um, depending on if uh, Betfred has the player props up, um, <laughs> which they probably don't. Yeah, those normally they, they don't usually come up until till later. Um, but I'll probably be taking something with Matt McLean. Probably total bases too. MM nine. Yeah, something like Best that. Best number nine in the city. Some are saying. Real. Some are saying. Some real, are saying. Real quick, I know you guys probably didn't watch the the British Open. The guy who won it, Brian Harmon. He, there was something called on Twitter. It was a Brian Harmon waggle. And before he yes. and before he tees off, he does this thing, and I do the same thing. Not as long as he does it, but the lack of respect that people on that course had for that man was hilarious. 18th hole, he's about to win the whole thing. Everyone's like, "What are you doing, dude? Stop doing that!" Uh, Broadcasters were ripping him. Fans were ripping him. He just does this weird thing where he just goes back and forth. I, and I didn't get a chance to watch till yesterday, 
So I'm watching his the last nine holes, and it was incredible. I mean, it was like 18, 19 waggles per swing. It was crazy. I mean, it because every time I thought he was going to, you know, address the ball, swing, address the ball, swing. No, it was waggle, and then it was another waggle. And that went on for like another 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. I saw the take on Twitter, and it fired me up a little bit. If he can win a major, Tiger's got one more in him. Tiger got one more in him. If that guy can win the British Open, Tiger can win another one. I agree. I, an American went over there and took the British Open. After. As, by the way, as American as it gets, in his press conference afterwards, he said he's going to go cut grass. That's hey, what he said. That's what he said. Right. Well, we can do that right here. He's going to go on. He's going to I wasn't going to make that joke. That's pretty disrespectful, Reed, for your own hometown. Yikes. Uh, uh, I did the thing where I looked up again. Yep. I, Reed, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was letting people know a couple of their ticks. We all have them. I have them. And uh, for, like, Jacob... If you're like talking with him and you're making points, he'll go correct, correct. He does that a lot of times, and we he don't all- need to do this right now. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, let's, let's go around it. the room. Reed, um, we'll start with Elliot you. Elliot does a thing where he does two things. When he's making a joke, he does one of two things to help the joke land. I believe he will make the joke and then quickly transition into another point to like keep the speed of the joke rolling. Like so, he'll be like, "That was a very disrespectful thing he said about the city." But yeah, uh, about Wyndham Clark or whatever. Like yeah. he, he does that. And then also, when he's being very sarcastic, he, if he's talking to you, if he's talking to the camera, he looks up as he's making the sarcastic comments. So he's got eye contact, eye contact, sarcastic comments up here, then back to eye contact. So I've recognized that. Jacob does a thing. I've already talked about the correct, correct. You're mean. This is These exactly correct. Cues. This is what I mean with the emotional damage. This is, an, I'm, I have them too. We all have them. Um, Jacob does a thing where say you're discussing something and you know, Elliot goes, Jonathan India is probably the worst second baseman defensively in the division. Jacob will go, we're talking the worst in the league. (laughs) He's the worst in the league. He's the worst ever. Right. It's right there. Um, Casey takes his gears turn a lot before he makes a point. He'll go, he, he, he takes the stand. So he'll go, yeah. And then starts talking. <laughs> like he, he, establishes, he establishes that he is talking and he wants his time. But he, he makes you wait for it. He, put, he puts you on the cliff there. So he goes, yeah. When I say Geno Smith is top 10, I'm, he does stuff like yeah. that. Mm. Paul Paul does a lot of hmms. He just did it right there. He goes hmm. Mm. Mm. And oh. also when he's looking at you, he'll he'll do one of these. Like if he's got nothing to say, he'll just go his eye with his eye contact. Also, Paul has a lot of friends. Paul, whenever like a broadcaster is brought up on the show, he's oh, like, no. oh yeah, I'm really close with him. <laughs> he does it almost automatically, oh, no. regardless of who was brought up. He's like, I've got a lot. Yeah, yeah I was. Talking to him last week. He does that every single time. So, The amount of eyebrows I get over that computer screen on a daily right basis, I mean, it's astronomical. It's that a, number it's is a, so it's, high. it's hard because it's like I'm trying to like give – and then it's like I get here and the only thing I can – I understand. Yeah. I'm just saying. It's an eyebrow-heavy show for the boys the, here. the other thing about Jacob is the I couldn't possibly disagree more. I That's a yeah. great line. That's we great get that a lot. That's once yeah. a show. The, 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 the eyebrow raise from Paul comes with a slight grin too. It's like – yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, you can see them in the eyes. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. You guys want to? Guys want to crack mine open? Well, you're just mean. Yeah, I, <laughs> you're just mean. Yeah, yours is just malice. You you get to plan a show. You orchestrate a whole segment on making fun of everyone else in the room. I mean, show your true colors. The worst part is he comes in here and he plays victim for when we make fun of Hamilton. And he, he just uses that. He's as not fire. making eye contact. He wants. He <laughs> wants. He wants me to make fun up. of the lawnmower guy. He staged that lawnmower guy out in the yard. Or not in the yard, excuse me. That's what you, <laughs> you would that's, think. You would, you think, would think. You would think. Big, 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 big Hamilton. The sidewalk. The sidewalk. Big Hamilton. Big Hamilton conspiracy now. That's what I think. So, yeah. Reed's, yeah, Reed's, yeah, Reed's cool. Minor emotional distress is how Jacob des- describes it. I don't – that's what they think. That's what they think. All right. What are we, what are we having for lunch today? Yes. Yes. Go to yes, lunch. Yes. Sir Boy Wonder. Can Reed, you obsessed over Jacob gets to put – uh, all right, we we each pick two options. Jacob gets four because it's his last week. 
I don't. I don't want to do that. I don't want that. You don't want to go to lunch? I don't want four options. <laughs> no, where, you get, where do you want to go then? Let's just make the wheel. No special treatment. Oh, okay. Let's make the wheel. Okay. Gotta follow the wheel. Yeah, gotta gotta follow the wheel. We never disobey the wheel. We, we gotta never respect Jacob's wishes. We never disobey. I also the don't wheel. think I can name four restaurants. <laughs> I got four in, my, in the pocket. All right. Who's Wing, up first? Wingstop. God, dude. Hothead. Three. I think we keep Eric on the board for sure. <laughs> Put the trampoline park up there. Yeah, Ski out. Trampoline park. Yep. What are we going to do if we get the trampoline park, boys? Oh, we're going to go. Park. We're going to jump Casey, on trampolines. Casey, what we're going to do. Casey, my second choice is Sonic. Dude. Wingstop and Sonic on the same wheel. Wingstop's objectively good. You're just a hater. Yeah, I don't understand the Wingstop hate. Jocko's in for Gabriel. What a wheel. For Fatima, give me, um, this is my only suggestion, never been, together, the Avenue. Oh, wow. All right. Let's go. Make sure Firehouse is up there because I love Firehouse. I, I, we eat a Firehouse so much. I love it. You don't like it? Throw Culver's up there. It's like the fourth best sandwich. Jacob hates Firehouse. Uh, I'm, put, I'm putting Jersey on here. There's, there's Jersey Mike's uh, a stone's throw away from this office and we go to Firehouse. It's, it, it's absolutely... You don't like Firehouse, huh? When there's a Jersey right. Mike's and you want to sub, you go to the Jersey Everett Henry, take of the millennium. Wingstop is the Sonic of wings. Agreed. Why haven't they figured mm. out fast food wings? It seems so simple. It does. It seems so simple. And they just can't do it right. See a Jersey. That's a shame. Casey, is, Casey is abusing the keyboard. <laughs> To be fair to Casey, that keyboard's the most fun to type on of all of time. All. Yeah, it is. Did you put Jackos in there, not Jockos? Come on, Casey, what are you doing? That's the same. Uh, that, that's, that's because you we're all Jackos. Yeah. The chicken livers. Did All Eight Up get put out of business again, or are they, op or are they open? All Eight Up's open. All Eight Up's open. Should put that on there. Got bought out by Pinball Garage. Yeah, that place looks fun. It is fun. Pinball Garage looks fun. It is fun. Nah, sad. That's dings. Mm. Had Culver's yesterday. I only have one option left on this thing. On my way back from uh, the cable baseball game, I drove by the the Monkey Bar. What a great place that yeah. is. Oh, I almost went there this weekend. That place is great. All right, yesterday. So cool. Yesterday. That's near your neck of the woods, the Monkey Bar. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great place. On Friday, we're going to Genus. Genus Friday? Real four-hour lunch on my last day. <laughs> All right. The Avenue's still around. So what's our final three here? Sonic, Avenue, Firehouse. Yes, Firehouse. Down to the wire again. Uh-oh, is that going to stay on Sonic? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. All right. This isn't we're, terrible. We're going the Avenue else. has the best chicken wings I've ever, I've ever had. Oh, fine. For what it's worth. For what it's worth. The Avenue. Wow. I've never been there. The I've Avenue won. A Bengals game. All right, the avenue. We're going to the wall. Let's go. The Catholic ghetto, as they call it in this area. <laughs> if I said that in front of my dad, he'd, he'd kill me. You want to talk about, I get offended when people say stuff about Hamilton. If you start talking about the neighborhood Lindenwald in a negative light, Mark Mouse will get on your case very quickly. But thank you for spending the most worthless hour of your day here on Box Lunch. It is presented by, presented by Betfred Sportsbook. We'll see you on Wednesday. See you guys.